Okay. It says it's recording, but it doesn't tell me where. Yeah, as long as it works. It says right, it's recording. Know. I hope they um, – well, last I was able to recover 306. Okay. Recovery. All right, so I think we're good to go. Let me, let me pause my mic, and I'll give you the, the run-up. Evolution.org podcast coming your way, guys. Number 307. So, guys, in this one, we're going to continue our coronavirus episodes. We're going to talk about the gym. We're going to talk about um, all kinds of cool hey, stuff. You're, this not, is- you're, not, you're not going to introduce me on this one, Steve? Yeah, I was going to introduce you right you didn't now. Even say, you didn't even say your name. You're supposed to say Steve's me. All right, we'll do it again. With Rick or whatever Rick is in the house or whatever. You, you want to start over? Yeah, we'll do it All again. right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm leaving this in, by the way. It's not getting edited out. Go ahead. <laughs> What's up, guys? Evolutionary episode uh, 307 coming your way. Steve Smee and Rick in the house. How's it going, man? What's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right, guys. We are still under quarantine. Rick would usually be right next to me to film these uh, podcasts, but he is on quarantine. So are you still, are you still alive over there, Rick? Yeah, man. It? It's just quarantine. You're not a carrier? You're not a carrier of the disease, right? I'm good. Thank God. Yeah. You know, right, quarantining. So, no, we're not going to have to put you down, right, to save humanity? <laughs> you know, uh, God forbid I catch it, I'll, I'll develop the antibodies. Wow. Donate blood. Donate it to everybody. That's a good idea. I thought you were going to say you are going to find the cure. Like, if I catch this, I'm going to find the cure. I will not rest until I find the cure. My it's just body, amazing. Isn't that amazing? My body will make the cure. But isn't it amazing? All these fucking, there's like thousands of pharmaceutical companies, um, and none of them, like, found a cure yet for like for this it's just like funny to me they could find a cure uh for um you know erectile dysfunction um they can make drugs for that but they can't find a cure for things we actually need like to survive and to to live so i just think that's kind of funny i'm not saying it's a conspiracy but i just think it's pretty uh it just shows you how um how stupid human beings are like you know i i disagree steve i don't think they found a cure to anything in a very long time treatments yeah treatments that you come back and buy month after month for sure a bunch of them yes that's right yeah they can treat this i I disagree my friend they can treat the symptoms i agree though i agree with that they can treat the symptoms but yeah they're not going to cure anything cure shit so are they going to cure this the money the money's on the comeback so are they going to actually find a cure for this? Or is this vaccine going to be something that people take and it's going to be mostly like aluminum and they're just going to sell it for a dollar a pop and make, you know, try to make you know, billions of dollars. You got 6 billion people on earth. So if you sell 3 billion vaccines, you're in pretty good shape. For a dollar each, you're in pretty good shape. And most of that vaccine is going to be like aluminum. So I'm not taking the vaccine if they develop a vaccine. I'm not taking it. Are Somebody's going to make a ton of money um, out of the vaccine. A ton. All right, guys. I, I'm going to I'm going to take a vaccine. Fuck you! I'm going to take it. You're not you're not going to take a vaccine, dude. Are you I'm not. Gonna are you trust one of the, Are you one of the weird non non vaccinating ass people? I'm non vaccinating for something that they're just pulling out of their ass, listen, like fast without listen. any any. Uh, oh, I'm uh, going to wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm I'm going to social. You don't know what this shit's going to do, right? I'm going to social distance the fuck out of everybody for a long time. I'm going to see what the vaccine does, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. As long as most, as long as a bunch of people get the vaccine, I mean we're we're kind of halfway uh, there. I guess you know if you take steroids, you're probably taking heavy metals too, right? So it's kind of oh that UG lab that. stuff. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. So I guess huh. it'd be a hip- hypocritical to say oh, I'm not going to take a vaccine because of the metals. I'm just worried about the shit making you more sick if you take the vaccine. You some know? vaccines have shown, you know, down the line to have some other issues. So, yeah, of course. It's very possible. Wait it out. Wait, wait, a, wait a few months yeah. to see how, how everybody does. What, what happened over there? You all right, man? Sorry, guys. Yeah, we're having some technical difficulties. What the hell happened? We're having some technical difficulties in my hand, guys, so that my headset keeps falling off here. So... I'm kind of cramped in, you know, because I have to work from home. I'm not at the evolutionary office like I usually am to film these. I'm actually having to quarantine myself in my basement. So kind of in tight quarters right now. But, guys, speaking of underground steroids, let's talk about best cycles to run during the quarantine. So what are we doing right now in terms of cycling, in terms of performance-enhancing drugs? So, Rick, 
you know, this is a question sent into you. I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. What should, what are you doing right now in terms of cycling and PEDs? Right now I'm only doing, uh, just regular Entugard, AC generate, uh, ES and, uh, 3d multi. I'm not taking anything else right now. Um, I might pump a little bit of test this week, but you know, everybody out there has to consider their attitude and mood during this whole thing. And if you're quarantined up, you might not want to take something that makes you too crazy. You know, even if I take something now, I might want to just stick to like little Anavar, a little Winstraw, you know, a little, little something along those lines, a little Deca maybe along with the, with the test. I definitely wouldn't get on any like D-ball or Tran or anything like that right now because just being locked in along with those heavy androgens, you know, that, that, that probably not a good, uh, not a good recipe. So something that's really mild on the, on the mood, on your attitude, on just the way you feel so that you can make some progress. So I'm thinking about pumping a little bit of test and maybe a little bit of a, of deck along with it, or um, a little bit of test and maybe I can try to see if a local cat can deliver me some, some bar, maybe some, some Anavar or something might be, might be in order, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably stay away from from anything that would drive me uh, too too crazy, and, and you know, and and also I'm I'm considering doing it. I'm thinking about it because uh, at the start of a cycle, sometimes I'll feel like I have a little bit of a little fever and a little bit of a flu-like symptoms at the very start of a cycle, and I don't I don't know if I want to throw that into the mix right now. So I'm actually trying to make my decision i'll keep everybody up to date on what i actually do but uh right now no just integrate ac generate es and 3d multi is what i'm what i'm hitting every day just you know just trying to keep my body where it needs to be in case i have to fight this bug yeah i i'm taking into generate classic um and i'm taking into guard um three three to four camps a day you get and the AC, you get the the into generate goggles like a lot of dudes get like because you, you, you've been with your old lady for a long time so do you like notice her like prettier and 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 like she's sexier when when you're on, when you're on uh, on AC gen like a lot of the guys say or what oh yeah I think so yeah definitely it definitely helps like with your mood and attitude and stuff too so it's really good natural testosterone booster. Um, yeah, in, in, in terms of steroids, guys, what Rick was saying is absolutely a good point. Um, if you're running gear that you don't know, you haven't tried it before, and you get some of those test flu symptoms, that's actually going to suppress your immune system because your body is going to be fighting that what it perceives as a foreign substance that's a threat. So it's just going to put pressure on your immune system. So if you do use steroids, make sure you're using a brand that you've used before where you're not allergic to the carrier oil. If you're injecting something and it's giving you like red, redness and lumps and fever and stuff like that, then you're going to have to stop taking it because it's, it's not agreeing you. This is not the time to compromise your immune system. That's the way you're going to catch something. So I would recommend sticking to the mild compounds right now. Stay away from trend. Trend is going to fuck you up mentally. I was seeing something today earlier. I can't remember what channel it was on. I think it was a CNN, but they were talking to uh, people who were working at a suicide prevention place in New York City. They're getting a lot of people coming in and calling in um, because they feel depressed. They feel suicidal just because of the way things are. And uh, so you definitely don't want to fuck with anything that's going to negatively affect your mood. So stick to the mild compounds, low dose of testosterone, maybe some DECA, maybe a little bit of D-Bowl, um, Anavar, T-Bowl, stuff like that, Primo, EQ. EQ does cause anxiety in some people though. So if you suffer from anxiety already, I would not mess with EQ. And we've actually seen, I've, I'm convinced of that based on what I've seen over the years with guys who have already issues with anxiety and then they take eq and they get major anxiety issues watch that clomid too guys watch what if you're uh if you decided to cycle off because of this and, and you're stuck at home quarantined up watch that clomid it's going to make you moody it's going to make you sad especially if you are going to feel lonely because you're, you're home and away from from people that make you feel uh, loved 
so you, you got to watch that too. You know, the reason N2Generate came about, the original reason was because I started using herbs along with Clomid to, to pick me up. You know, before I ever, I ever really used steroids, I bought a, a product called Tribex from, um, who was these guys back then? Testosterone Magazine back in the day, right? And Tribex made me feel incredible. You know, and and because of the tribulus, tribulus just makes your brain feel like you have more testosterone than you do. I think tribulus probably has one of the better mood enhancement um, aspects out of a lot of the herbs out there. And it just made me feel better. So I started, I noticed the clomid made me real depressed. I'd like cry at the end of a movie. I mean, I was like taking things personal. It was just terrible. And I added um, um, some tribulus at the time. And felt great on it. It kind of reversed that, that mood from it. So really early on, I started adding a tribulus in with my Clomid because it just made me feel, uh, made me feel better to took the edge out of some of that depression. And then, you know, later on, uh, I kept that in mind and kept using other herbs. I added then Tonkat Ali, added that into the mix. Then later on, I added fenugreek. And then just over time, I had the stack of herbs and that's what became uh, N2Generate. And then it not only helped with my mood, but then it helped me recover quicker. So uh, any of you guys out there, if you want something to enhance your mood, if you want to, next time you look at your old lady, just see her just that much prettier, that much nicer looking, definitely N2Generate will, will do the trick for you guys. Yeah, one of the mistakes guys make with Clum, they run too much of it. So what I always tell guys is don't listen to these people on some forums that say, I'll oh, run 300, one, 200, one, hundred milligrams a day. That's absurd. These, these serums have very long half-lives. So you don't want to run them too much and too often. I would even suggest running at 12 and a half or 25 milligrams every day or every other day. You know, a hundred you know? on Clomid, a, a hundo after a long cycle, um, I've ran a, a hundo for about a week and, but then I, I drop it to 50 a week after. And then I, I never stay on 50 more than, than a week or two, and then I drop down to 25. I think you, you have the right idea, Steve, 25 megs a day is about what anybody It's just does. not necessary because you're talking four or five-day half-life for this stuff. So if you're running it every day at that dosage, you're just getting way too much. And this isn't designed for this. This is kind of an off-label reason. So the key, run it low and then stack it with N2Generate ES or N2Generate Classic. And that will offset any of those negative side effects. So those of you who are coming off right now, that's what you have to do. Never just run high doses of serum and try to force your HBTA to recover or restart because there's no such thing. Only your own body can restart. It's just like the virus. You're, you cannot take anything to kill the virus, but you can help your bodies destroy the virus with a vaccine, which is we don't have right now, and with boosting your immune system, which you can do right now. And we talked about that in the last podcast. So those are the suggestions for what you should be doing right now uh, during the quarantine. Now, in terms of weight training, we're seeing a problem right now, Rick. There's a shortage of gym equipment. So if you have even a, a home gym and you're like, fuck, I, I can't buy more weights. You can't find weights anymore. I actually went and looked for them. You cannot find them. You can't order them online. They're all sold out. It's, it's going to be like that for a while because everybody went out and bought weights. So what do you do if you don't have enough plates at home? Another thing too, those metal iron weights, they don't mix at home because if you drop them, you know, you can basically put a hole in your wall. And I've done that before, by the way. So what you got to do is you got to get these rubber weights. Those rubber weights are like gold right now. So you cannot find them. So what do you do? Well, you right got to get big pieces of wooden board and, and put, put them on the ground. And I mean, I, I've already gone through this. Yeah, you, you've got to put big, uh, uh, chunky board, wooden board, and then maybe throw uh, rubber matting or tatami matting on top. I wouldn't do like, like jiu-jitsu tatami matting, the really thick one, the, the thin one, the, the real thinner one on top of the wood. And that way... You know, if you're reaching failure or whatever, your hand cramps up and, and you got to drop one, especially working out by yourself, you might have to drop a, a weight here or there. Then you don't, uh, you know, mess your floor up uh, too bad. I was watching uh, a lot of those shows on MSNBC Lockdown or Lock Up or whatever, where they in prison. You've seen those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess like, it was I a South. Reality. 
it was a South American prison and they were lifting weights and what they were using is milk jugs filled up with water and they line up the milk jugs. So each milk jug, each water jug, if you fill it up, um, I believe it's around 10 or 15 pounds each. So if you fill them up and you line three up on one side, three up on the other, that you can add weight to your bar that way and kind of tie them on. So that's what they were doing in prison and again in the workout. So that's an option. You could, you could even put like sand or dirt in it too. Use your, um, use your uh, old lady, you know, put her in fireman's carry position. Look that up on, on YouTube, fireman's carry position and, and squats and, and do some, uh, some exercises uh, with your uh, significant yeah. other. Just make sure you're in an area where nobody uh -huh. gets hurt and you do some body weight exercises. They're great. Even if you don't have a ton of, of weight to put on your bench, if you, if you don't have a lot of weight at home and you, you big, big bench guy, you could, uh, if you set things up properly near the wall, you can have uh, your old lady stand on, on, on the bar and then hold herself up uh, you know, near the wall or something. And you could sit there and you know, bench that yeah. ass. You, know, you could you get real creative with some body weight exercises yeah. with some of your kids or your family. If you, you know, put them on the couch and, and bench the couch as a way to, a way to do like, almost like skull crushers with, with the side of your couch. Look all this stuff up online. Get real creative. Use use some bodies that you have at home to to get some some extra weight. Also, if you can just find yourself a little bit of concrete mix, you can make yourself a nice big ass set of weights with some good concrete mix. Get real creative at home. Plenty of time in quarantine, and you know make yourself something uh something much bigger. I don't know how big some of you guys' hands are, but you can. You can grab, you can grasp up two dumbbells per per hand. So if you got maybe some some light dumbbells, you could you could try to stack them up. I've seen some guys online do this, uh, where they actually use uh, 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 two dumbbells per hand. They just put the second one up sideways near their thumb, and, and it, you know they get some reps in. So that's something to look into. Or you could use tape and tape your dumbbells together. You know, tape them up, uh, and then you could. You, you just added more more weight and just make sure you have a you can you can grasp them that's also a, a you know a nice idea if you if you have some of those old, old dumbbells that you uh used to uh struggle with when you first got started and now you're a big guy at the gym uh grabbing the the big dumbbells use some uh tape and, and tape a couple of them up and make bigger dumbbells out of them yeah, that's where it helps having prison experience, right? Did you do the, you did time in the La Madolo down there in Colombia? You just looked that up on Google, huh? <laughs> you so, know, buddy. You know, buddy. Uh, 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 thank, thank, thank the good Lord. You know, knock on wood. <laughs> never, never that any time. You know, I've been. I was cuffed once by a cop in uh, Massachusetts in Haverville uh, because. Uh, over I don't know, a speeding ticket and they pulled me out of the car um and i wasn't even speeding it was like a speed trap where it goes from like 40 to 30 to 15 and like and like like less than, than than two yards and uh they pulled me so out. he got you for he got, got you for dwb driving while brown <laughs> and he uh he cuffed me put me in the side of the road they they uh they went through the car uh and then uh they let me go but gave me a damn ticket it sucked but uh yeah, so, so you got you got cuffed for speeding. Well, they want they wanted to they wanted to um, they wanted to check the car. Oh, okay, they wanted to check the car. So since they wanted to check the car, um, he said, "Can I search the car?" And I was like, "You know what? I want to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, sure, sure. Let's go. Come on, yeah. go, go ahead, search the fucking car. So he he, so he cuffed me and, and had me sit on the side of the road while him and, and his buddy went through the car. It's the only time I've been cuffed. I've never been. In, I've, You're lucky you didn't plant some drugs in your car, bro. Oh God! I they do that. You know, uh, I got a couple of dollars. I can fight the case if it came down to it. But I, you know, nah, dude. I stay out of trouble, bro. I stayed, you know, I stayed so much out of trouble, bro. I don't just even even as a kid in, in high school and stuff. Just stayed the hell out of trouble. I don't, I don't, I don't like anything, anything. I'm a lover, not a fighter, dude. I like to fight, but like in a cage with like a ref. And, you know, hopefully make some, some decent scratch out of it, or at least with, with, with a buddy. But 
Not you like, like to you like to roll around with a buddy? Not like on the streets. <laughs> I, I don't got a problem with that, bro, at all. <laughs> I got I got boys like that in jail. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Yeah, what kind of what kind of street street cred uh, do you have, Steve? Um, you ever did uh you, you did some time? I grew up um, I grew up in the mean streets, bro. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I got like a neck tattoo, bro, and like I got face tattoo, neck tattoo. Your parents would disown you if you got a little tiny bit of ink, (laughs) right? Oh my god, right? Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna get one of those uh, nose rings. You got no tattoos, man. Neck. I'm gonna get a neck tat. I'm gonna get a neck tattoo around my neck, bro. You're gonna get an arm sleeves. You're gonna get a nose ring and change your name to Xerxes. No, I'm going to get a tat. <laughs> I'm going to get an MS-13 tat. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to join, join the, the click. You can join the MS-13. Shit, now they're going to whack me for saying that on the air. Edit that out, edit that out. All right, guys, so <laughs> let's talk about what we're doing for food and diet during lockdown. You know, um, what they're doing where, where Rick lives, I read, they're, they're only letting females out on um, certain days and males out on certain days, which is interesting um so i'll let you start rick what are they doing down there in terms of if you have to go buy groceries and stuff how how are you doing that Who, what's open and uh what are you doing in terms of food right now to uh stay nu- nutritious is that so a problem wait, wait, wait you're googling this stuff before you ask me about it like you're stealing my thunder i'm super no no i actually read it i actually read it um because i have like, to keep up with this it was stuff. an american news it was an american news it was, I believe, on Reuters, which is like international. They said that women are on odd days and men are on even days or vice versa. I can't remember. Can you say that with like the Brit accent? Reuters. How, how, how Reuters. I'm not good with Reuters. Uh, something like that. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, they, they, so you have a, a national ID here, right? Or passport if you're visiting or whatever. And then they, they tell you what days of the week you're the last number, right? The last number on your ID can, can go out. So if the last number is one and two, those people go out like Mondays. And then two, three and four, if the last digit on your ID, then those people go out Tuesdays or whatever. So that was working fine and dandy, but then there's still cases going on. So now they're going to do it like one week is you know different numbers odd and even numbers now you've got to be female or male to be out like they're really trying to keep people away from each other here because you know just like even some of the best uh, wealthiest states back home this thing can easily overflood the icus and the hospitals and down here obviously is hanging by more of a threat than it was back back in the states so they're, they're, they started quarantining really early on here to prevent it. And, you know, they didn't do that in Ecuador, and they have some, some big issues down in Ecuador. That's the other side of the coin where they did, they did kind of nothing. And, and even though I don't think this is that dangerous for people that are healthy and, and that keep up with their nutrition and such, uh, since this is new and this is coming in on top of all the other causes of death across the world, it does, you know, the little bleep that it makes, the extra people it, it sends to the ice uses enough to, to overflow the glass. But, yeah, I still don't think it's, it's like crazy dangerous. I think most people that, that get it probably won't even know they had it. I still believe that. But it is new on the scene and it is sending people to ICUs and it, it, you know, it's just enough to overflow the cup. So what are you doing with food right now? You got your old lady there. You probably, you know, pay her to go get groceries, right? Uh, I go sometimes or, uh, or she goes sometimes or when not, I get, I get delivery here. There's some people that have special passes that can deliver food. So, just so what kind of food are you getting? Are you still accessing, you know, good produce, good, good quality meats and stuff, or do you have to buy packaged shit? No, you still have access to pretty much everything that is available because uh, the virus hit the rural areas less. There's still food production. Farms are, are pumping out 
milk, eggs, tomatoes, yucca, potatoes, creole potatoes. I mean, onions, long onions, short, well, anything you want. Is, is Farms are still producing. Rural areas have not been hit hard at all because, you know, people stay the fuck away from each other there. So it's, it's, been, it's been fine. So there's still, there's still food available. You just, just can't be out and about. So in my, my area, I haven't been to regular supermarkets. I've been to, you know, my health food store, Whole Foods, whatever. Um, the one thing I don't have access to, Rick, is raw nuts. You're not going to be able to find raw nuts. So I got to buy nuts in the package. So I'm buying, make sure you guys, you check the ingredients. A lot, they like to add preservatives to nuts. They like to add sunflower oil, which is a refined oil. You don't want to get nuts with refined oil. I don't get the nuts with salt. I don't get the nuts when they're roasted. So I get them just plain raw, but they are pasteurized, unfortunately, because they're in the bag. So that knocks down the nutritional value of the nuts because I like raw nuts, raw organic nuts is what I You like prefer. your nuts raw? I like the nuts, bro. I like, I like the you big like, nuts. <laughs> you like your nuts raw? <laughs> um, I'm, you're embarrassing me, sir. You're embarrassing me. You like those big, you like those nuts too, right? You like it. Is that why you recommend that they do, do, generate? Do, do, do the nuts help you get the baby batter out when you, uh, <laughs> when you need some nuts at home? <laughs> That's why you invented them to generate because you like big nuts, right? That's a true story. You, you were bullshitting earlier. I, li- I, like, I like my nuts to stay nice and plump. Okay. We'll have to interview your girl there and, make sh- and confirm that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm not having a problem. I actually like it, bro. There's way less people shopping. Nice, less people on the road. You know, it really boils down to cooking at home, and this is a great opportunity for you guys to learn to cook at home. And I recommend an air fryer. You can go, you can go buy an air fryer. I'm pretty sure you can still buy an air fryer. Um, you know, in, in either um, the store or buying online. I'm sure Amazon's still selling them. Um, eBay selling them. So. Good opportunity to learn how to cook, get a recipe book. Um, you know, you can look up recipes on YouTube. So there's a lot of options. I'm cooking some large meals. Uh, today I'm going to be cooking a large meal when we finish this podcast. And it's going to last me for two, three days. Um, and, you know, that's what I'm doing right now for food. And everything, I have access to everything. The one thing I'm also doing differently is I'm hoarding a little more than normal because sometimes when I go, they may not have, I drink, I, um, I like coconut yogurt. I don't consume dairy very often or at all. So I'll consume coconut yogurt. It's very good, very much better on my digestive system. I like, um, you know, uh, another thing, you know, I like is I'll, I'll consume uh, some popcorn. That's my little snack when I watch TV. I don't like snacking very often, but I'll get some co- uh, the popcorn with coconut oil, plain popcorn with coconut oil. That's the snack, and that's been out a lot. So you gotta gotta be crazy. And the third thing that's been out a lot is rice. Rice is hard to get. So today I bought like three bags, two two or three bags. I mean, I try. To, I'm not hoarding it, but this is the first time actually in maybe three weeks that rice has been available. Um, but they've had frozen rice available for a while. But the plain raw organic rice that I like and cook it myself. That's been out for a while. So I actually saw it this morning for the first time in a while. So I was able to pick up a couple. But, you know, um, you know, you don't want to hoard too much because there's no need for us to hoard. Um, a lot of the older people, it's not safe for them to go out very often. So in their situation, they might only be able to go out once a week, once every two weeks at most to get groceries. So... They're the ones that we have to let hoard. In a lot of places, I don't know if it's the same way down there, Rick, but um, most every place, they're opening up an hour early and landing in seniors to shop, which is a really, really good idea. So they let the seniors shop for an hour, then the seniors leave, and then everyone else gets to shop. So I think that's a really smart idea that, that they're doing to take care of the, the seniors. Make sure the seniors get first dibs at everything. Um, and this limits the amount of exposure that they have because the supermarket guys, all it takes is someone coughing, walking next to you and, and uh, it's over. So it's, this thing is very contagious. So that's good that the places are doing this and I support that for sure. All right guys. So not to make light of the situation, but we got to talk about when do we think sports will come back? When you think that gyms will be opening back up? 
Um, nothing beats a great gym environment, guys. You can have the best home gym in the world. And I argue this with guys all the time, which is fine. You know, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but I've never gotten as good of a workout or yoga or had a yoga session as good as being amongst other people and having other people push you. And, um, it's absolutely true. Um, you can runners, they, they have a rabbit, uh, when they have a race and you see it on TV, they actually have a rabbit when they're doing 400, 800 meters. And there's a reason for that is because it helps you keep pace. So running with people is better than running by yourself. Going to the gym with other people is, is better than doing it on your own because they push you. I'm not saying training with someone, but I'm saying having other people there, having a hot chick, having, you know, a big meathead, whatever, um, that, you know, is there and they can push you and you can, you know, piggyback information and knowledge off of. So that's definitely but better. Having a real spotter, I mean, means makes a world of difference. You know, trying to teach your, your old lady, your kids how to spot and how to help you uh, take, uh, <clears throat> take the set to failure and let you push out the last two. I mean... <laughs> You know, having a good workout partner uh, that'll help you squeeze that out, I mean, that makes a huge difference in my opinion, right? Well, if you have three kids, you get two of the kids on one side and the wife, girlfriend, or boyfriend well, on that, one that's, side. You know, that, that's just like emergency, like so that weight doesn't crush you. But I mean, like somebody will sit there and say, come on, two more, man. You got this. You know, that's, you know. That's, push it, push, push it. it. And, and, and they know not to just take all the weight off for you. They're just taking, I told you, yeah. I told you. You know, you know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? Take you got it, bro. You got it. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're about to rack it up, one more, one more, motherfucker. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, just don't do that. <laughs> don't do that Planet Fitness. Or the, yeah. the lunk alarm you. <laughs> so first world problems, guys. I know. I'm not, again, we're not trying to make light of it. But when do we think the gym will be open? When do you think sports will be back? Like, and stuff like that. So when do you think they open back up? Rick and I were kind of debating this back and forth this morning. But let, let me just go over some of the stuff that, that some of the facts. I'm not going go through what happened in Italy. They started blowing up in early March. Okay? They started blowing up in early March. That's when it really got going. And by the way, in the United States, they, they tracked back the virus in the United States and New York City. Not from China, Rick, but from Europe. So we're delayed from, from Italy. But Italy, basically, March is when they started getting 500 cases a day of deaths. They peaked deaths. Their peak of deaths was March 21st. They got a severe lockdown, more severe than what we're doing. Now they're down to 610 deaths a day. They were at on over 900 deaths a day at their peak back in late March. Now they're down to 600. So it has leveled off a little bit. They're not even close to over, but they start in March. So they've been at a month and a half. So if that trend continues, they should be maybe another month. It'd be down. Are they in uh, lockdown? Right. Yes. Now? Severe lockdown. Yes. As long as severe. they continue in lockdown, that model would work. Soon as they, they yeah. open up, the, like I said, guys, it just makes fucking sense. Lockdown, say two and a half months, right? So, which we started locking down late March. So, April, late May, into June. Like, maybe mid-June, they start opening up shit. You're telling me that's not going to happen. Like, we're not going to be able to go back to the gym by June, July. We're not going to be able to watch – we're not going to be able to go to a football game by August, September. If we all, that, if we all collect collectively decide that saving our, our fucking economy and, and saving a uh, way of life is more – some people getting infected and dying, unfortunately, if we all decide that collectively, yes, we can get back. But if we decide that we just can't have people get infected and we just can't have people die from this, then no, we won't, we won't be able to go back. So when, when do you foresee me being able to go back to the gym? Or you in New York going back to the gym? Let's say New York, because New York is ahead of others. When will people in New York City be able to start going back to the gym again? Like, like when we're not gonna really really going back to the gym here's the yes. answer i don't know when that will be or how we'll get there but here's the answer when more than half of the people in ny are immune to the virus so we have no way of knowing that because it's not enough testing or or at least that there's a really good reliable treatment which what yeah I, there's not going to be a treatment you can't cure this virus you can only cure this you can only treat the symptoms as best you can but i mean having 104 105 degree fever for like Two weeks straight, that's, uh, that's pretty miserable. I definitely don't want to go through that. There have been just, just under 150,000 cases in Italy. 
and there's 60 million people in all of Italy. So you still have some 50 something million people that are great hosts for this virus. Many of them will be asymptomatic and won't even know they have it. Some, some will be uh, critical, but that's it. So unless you keep Italy locked the fuck down, guess what? It's going to blow out of proportion again. And they're, they're still getting a consistent, you know, still getting a lot of that. 600 deaths a day is not. It's, you will decrease, decrease it. Absolutely. But as soon as people try to get out of their houses again and try to live a normal life again, it's going to go right back up. And that's it. So going back to my original point. And again, I'm not saying this to, to alarm people out there. I just want everybody to understand that this is what's really going on. Because I see a lot of support on Facebook everywhere from people. Stay home. You're saving lives. Stay home. All right. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We're staying home. We're saving lives. Right. But it's not stay at home for a couple of months, two, three months. We're not going to just stay at home until June and then have this wonderful New York summer that we have every, every, every year. It's so you don't see us dining in or going to the gym the rest of this year for sure, right? They might open up periodically, but as soon as the transmission starts back up again, they'll get scared. They'll get a bunch of public backlash. They'll get called, you know, capitalist or whatever the fuck, and then it, they'll have to lock it back up. Saying me personally, I am already like a germaphobe. I'm already like OCD about shit. I hate already going and sitting down at a fucking restaurant where someone else just sat down and farted and probably like, you know, shit came out of their ass like diarrhea on that seat. And then they were touching the table and they were, they're giving me silverware that someone else actually ate off of. And someone's serving me who's in the back with a neck tattoo and piercings in his nose and shit. And he's like serving me food. And he probably never washed his hands like in a week and took a shower. So I'm already OCD. I already don't like to go and sit down at restaurants straight up. <laughs> so I'm not going to be going to a restaurant the rest of this year. I can tell you that. And, uh, you know, so that's just me. And, but there's going to be some people who don't give a fuck who are just going to go and sit down on a restaurant. But yeah, I think a lot of people. But then you go, but you go to a gym and, and lay down on a bench that other people have sweated on and grab uh, weights that other people, that tons of other people have grabbed. I've always like washed my hands before, well, during, and after. Course, but yeah. but now, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. Like, if I see someone sweating and shit all over a bench, and they leave that sweat there, I think before you probably just like ignored it and just found another bench. I think now that person, they're probably gonna get like, you know, a mouthful from people. Can you imagine that now doing that? I mean, that's uh. That would be so life is going to change for a lot of people. So you better learn to clean up after yourself. I think between sessions, everyone's going to be expected to wash down the bench and wash off the bar after they're finished. I think that that's the way of life if gyms do open up. I think that everyone's going to be expecting that. Look, anybody out there that's looking for a uh, new business venture, if you could find a way to coat the bars in a way that uh, cooties can't get on them. And people can still use the bars, some kind of special coating, alloy or whatever. That's a, be a good marketing uh, ploy in the future because we're going to see a lot more bugs. So this is going to be a new thing. Antibacterial, anti-viral. you know, viral. Virus can't, can't live on the surface. Don't stick to it. You know, maybe maybe we'll, we'll have a, a little UV lights on the racks from now on. And when you rack the weight, little UV light shines on the, on the, on the grip of this fucking thing to kill kill bugs on it the whole time it's there. I mean, we're going to see some, we're going to see some, uh, uh, this is going to be a new industry almost, antiviral, anti, uh, you know, personal, uh, PPE, everything for life. It's going to be a new thing uh, uh, going forward after this, for sure. It's going to change the world. It already did. I think a certain amount of the population is just not going to give a fuck. Like, they don't give a fuck right now. But I, I, I see people still, they don't wear, they're not wearing masks, they're not wearing gloves, they just don't give a fuck. And I see other people, I see more and more people are. Just, just like you, Steve, some people like their nuts raw. They're just going to keep, they're going to keep hitting their raw, whatever the fuck it is. You know, some people don't, some people don't even put a towel down on the bench when they lay on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they yeah. I watch them. So oh, absolutely, yeah. some people are going to keep hitting it raw. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, but, I, I, I avoid gym locker. Oh my God. A gym locker room has got to be the most unsanitary place of all. Like it is disgusting in a gym locker room. Like humans are tr truly disgusting animals. 
uh, going into a locker room. I avoid it. I take a cup and I piss in my car when I get to the gym. I don't fucking go and piss inside the gym. Now that's room. fucking nasty. You're pissing in your car in a cup. Hey man, that's oh, more. That's, that's more disgusting. sanitary. You your know? cup probably smells like piss. You don't get any little drips off that cup. Like, if you got well, like, urine, urine is actually isn't urine a uh, like antibacterial? It, as it turns is. into ammonia, starts to stink like like yeah. buffalo, like like buffalo sauce that came out of someone's fucking ass or something. You have experience with that, apparently. I don't know. I've, listen, man, from being from New York, the smell of piss on the streets is very common. I can smell piss from a mile away. <laughs> Go to New Orleans, and you'll you'll know the smell of piss and throw up and alcohol over the ground too. New Orleans smells. If you walk in New Orleans, anyone's been ever been there, it smells really, really bad. It smells really weird. All right, guys. So we're. Let's go to the next topic. We're going to hit this one again, but how, let's, let's hit this one really quick. How are we helping in the community? So Rick, what are some ideas where guys can help in the community? So let me, let me start with a couple right off the bat. Um, how about check on your neighbors? See if they need food. Um, see if they need any help with anything. See if they need a ride somewhere. Just anything to kind of help out your neighbors. Um, take, take responsibility for your neighbors and take care of them. Another option to giving blood. I'm not due yet to give blood, but I will be soon. I'll be going and giving blood. Giving blood right now is very, very important because a lot of people right now need the blood. Um, hospitals are overwhelmed as it is. So those people who maybe got in a car accident or need a blood transfusion or something, they're not going to make it because of this, because the hospital hospitals are so fucking overwhelmed. So giving blood will really, really help the, the situation and, and save a lot of lives. If you can give, now is the most important time to be giving blood because a lot of people aren't giving blood right now because they're scared to even leave their house or they're scared to go and um, give blood because they're scared of being infected. So that would be something uh, to brave and, and go do. Rick, do you have a couple you want to share? Help in the community. Uh, wear a face mask. When you wear a face mask, uh, you're not just uh, protecting yourself. You're protecting other people from, from you. You're, you're, that's real community sense. Wear a mask. I'm, I'm going to be wearing a mask 90% uh, of the time that I'm out of my house from now on. Uh, so wear a mask. Uh, two, uh, follow the, the laws and the rules best you can. You know, don't, uh, if, if everybody has a stay-at-home plan, you might want to not be the jerk out there getting tickets and maybe going viral on Facebook, you know, just that's what we all agreed to. So I guess just stay the fuck home. And also, um, charity community. If you have a little bit extra and you can help others, I think I find sometimes people try to go way too far to find somebody to be charitable with. Look around your own family, you know, that, that, that cousin you got, in another state that maybe you didn't like as much, but they're going through a hard time, go hit him up. You know, ask around, ask your aunties, ask your uncles, ask your grandparents if we know anybody in the family that needs help. Even if they're jerks at family gatherings and I don't like them, doesn't matter. Just start, start off with your own family, see who needs help, and you'll find plenty of folks that maybe are, are quiet or embarrassed and aren't asking for help if they need it. And then once you've really gone out there and taken care of, of, of close family or even extended family, our fourth degree family, then again, community, neighbors, immediate neighbors, ask everybody, older folks, you know, single parents, single moms, see who needs help. You know, and, and again, start, start with the family. You'll, you'll be real surprised how many people you know, they might just need some help. So just go and ask. Um, what else? Yeah, man, just the plan, right? This is the game plan. Can't let anybody get sick. Can't let it get transmitted. We're going to stay home. Follow the rules, man. That, that's another one. Um, cover your face from here on out. And go. Charity starts at home with the family. See who needs help. Summon it up. You're a big family man, Rick. Yeah. You know, it's – you know, it really starts with, with your family, community, all that stuff. You, you have to take care of those in your family. All right, guys. So we have time for some headlines of the day. So, Rick, 
the first headline I want to bring up, Dr. Fauci. Everyone, wants, everyone likes to quote Dr. Fauci, but he says he calls for end to handshakes. He said this in a press conference uh, last week. What do you think about that? Do you think handshakes are done? I've been fist bumping people for like forever, dude. Just a fist. I don't, you know, very rarely do I do a handshake unless like real formal, like I'm meeting somebody like industry stuff, but you know, just regular everyday wise, just fist bump. Boom. That's it. The knuckle, some back of the hand, you know, you're fine. So I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm fine with no, uh, no handshakes. And so when you make a deal with someone instead of shaking on it, what do you do? You know, it's different when you are like, you know, in a place where you're going to you're have a bathroom close by anyway. You're in, a, you're in an office. You're in a restaurant at a meeting. That's a little different. You can, you can take care of business there. But, you know, if you're just walking down the street at a mall, you run into someone. I mean, just anything like that. Just nice fist bump. Boom. We're good to go. That's it. No need for all that. And we all wear face masks from now on. I think that's going to be a big industry now, too, face masks, all types. Tell you, man, this anti antibacterial, antiviral uh, stuff for everything, for gym, for everything, it's going to be a thing. Watch. You, you can't even ha ha find antibacterial stuff for, for the hands now. It's not even available anywhere. You know, I, I, I spoke to a, a couple of manufacturers yesterday uh, about shifting some production over and whatnot, and answers I got was, oh, we have a ton of orders for antibacterial, a ton of orders for this stuff. I, you know, we're going to be we're going to be real busy for a while. So large amount, large amounts of antibacterial being uh, made and sold uh, all over the place. All right. So here's a couple of dating tips for uh, you guys who are having to uh, date. You know, you can't date in person. So one of the tips I can give you when you're video chatting, it's a fun, fun it's a fun way to show off your increasingly depressing living conditions and strung out physical appearance. So that's a, that's a good way to do it. All right. Another tip for virtual dating guys, choose, make sure you choose lighting that properly highlights your genitals. That's a very important one. Uh, since we are dating. What do you talk for your photo, for your picture? You mean? Wait. No, because you have to video date now. You can't date in person. So you oh, have to video date. Oh, so you got to make sure the lighting highlights yep. your package. So another tip, guys, make sure you have a huge video fight. And afterwards, you have uh, the best makeup masturbation of your life after. Since you can't have sex with a person, you just have to do it that way. Wow. This is, this is a real article. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Is this, like a, is this like in a is this like in a like teenagers magazine or girls? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's like a funny it's like a funny article. They're making light of the situation. Any, so any last other, one. Any other good suggestions? The last one is try to appreciate this accelerate opportunity to learn what this relationship will be like when you stop having sex for good. So that kind of gives you you know the you know, say when you get married and you stop having sex, this kind of prepares you for that since you're not having sex uh, via the video. So those are some, some tips, you know, for dating. So there's a conspiracy going around right now that G5, okay, which is the generation five of uh, internet access where you can basically access internet anywhere. Okay, in G five is like it's like in two countries the virus is like in hundred and eighty. So just cut it the fuck out. Well, the, this is the conspiracy. They say in Wuhan, all Wuhan is G five. They're saying that the, the that technology and cell phones, just the electromagnetic whatever, depresses your immune system and makes you more susceptible for getting sick. That's the conspiracy that's out there, and that's what that's based on. Bullshit. Some people. Some I'm in, I'm in a country it. where you barely get any cell phone coverage and people are still dropping dead here. It's bullshit. It's just a virus, man. Look, I would listen. If you, you want to get real technical with this, look, I'll give you a good fucking conspiracy theory. How about this? The, the, the waves coming out of the G5 towers in Wuhan uh, accelerated the mutation of the virus across species. All right, it's a fucking, uh, you know, it's, it's like the Hulk of viruses, like got like gamma fucking G5 radiation. And it, it it's you know it's gonna virus across species. I'll give I'll give that a fucking shot. Okay, 
before you sit there and like somehow the waves create the virus to spread across. They're saying the electrical, because we're electrical species. Yeah. Now the, the G5 tower right, ne so? right near the, the G5 tower right near the wet market provided the gamma radiation. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the virus cells and the virus to mutate across species. I might, know, listen, yeah. I might even give something like that a, a little bit of credence. But what about what about increasing chance of cancer? Do you think the all these the, all this electronics are increasing cancer? Listen, man, no? you, you, got so? blue, you got a Bluetooth headset, you got Wi-Fi with extenders now in the house, beaming us everywhere. When you get out, the sun is beaming. Shit, listen, man, there's just there's reasons to get cancer everywhere now okay everywhere every time you have a plastic container it leaked off a little bit of that fucking plastic and every time you eat fish anything that comes from the ocean all of the tiny little plastic fibers that come off your clothing in the wash they make it to the ocean and fish are eating it from the bottom of the chain up there's nothing but but reasons to get cancer out there now, bro so i mean i'm not i don't know man the, the, uh, from the little bit that I understand, uh, the size of the waves, frequency of the waves coming off of the, of the 5G towers are about the same as a microwave. Not as powerful, but they're like the same type of, of waves. So I don't... Yeah. I, I, I heard in certain countries they ban G5, though, because of the health risks. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but that's what I heard in some European Most countries. likely than not, it's just corruption uh, and uh, the, the, the places that are there now with, with Edge and, and 3G and 4G, whatever, they probably paid off the government to not let 5G in. I'm not saying 5G doesn't have uh, health issues. It won't cost them. It very well could, but we don't know if it really does yet or not. We have no idea. So, so, I have a, so the fact that they're banning it in the country without there being any proof, most likely than not, to me, I think it's, it's the establishment there maybe doesn't, doesn't want to be, doesn't want to spend the money upgrading from 4G to 5G. So they'd rather just keep any new 5G companies out and they won't have to upgrade themselves. That sounds like, like what might be going on in some of these countries. So I have one more conspiracy. We're, we're out of time. I would give you, this is the conspiracy that's going around. You know, notice that Bill Gates has been on TV a lot lately. Yes, I've seen that Bill Gates conspiracy. Yep. Oh, you see, so you know about it. So the theory, the theory is he's trying to drum this up to put fear in people, and then the vaccine that's going to come out at some point contains something in it that when you inject it, now you're going to be able to be tracked. So Bill Gates wants you to take the vaccine so they can track you, and basically uh, that's part of his strategy to like own everybody in terms of uh, where they're going and know everything about someone in terms of all that stuff. That's the conspiracy going around. There's different ones on Bill Gates, but that's the one I've been hearing. All right. So I'll modify that. See, some, some of the conspiracy theories might have some basis in reality if they didn't get so fucking crazy. No, we have not created fucking nanobots that you can, that will pass through an injection needle and that'll, that'll ping back to a fucking tower satellite. No, we don't have that yet. But, but if you really want to get crazy with it, um, in Korea, they have contact tracing when people have um, gotten infected and they really can trace back how many people you've come in contact with and all these things. Now, they might try to institute some of those measures in the U.S. in the name of keeping us safe from another pandemic, ways to track us. And, and contact tracing and, and things like that, really complex things where we might even have a chip on our IDs or, or maybe they'll, be, they'll find a way to make it through our cell phones where they're allowed to, you know, do, do these things. That might, might happen. But the, that's too big. That, that's where the theory goes into bullshit when they're, you know, some kind of little satellite opinion, some kind of little radio frequency the size of that can go through a, a, a needle and that that somehow is going to track us. That's bullshit. If we had that, then cell phones would be the size of your thumb by now. We'd have cell phones at least the size of our fucking thumb if, if something that could, that could communicate and could be tracked that far could go through something the, the size of a, of a small, you know, what is it, a 27-gauge needle, that 29-gauge needle that they use to shoot a, a water-based uh, vaccine into you? So th that's where the theories, conspiracy theories go into bullshit, Right? If you had that technology, you wouldn't waste it on such a long shot of tracing people with a vaccine. You'd have made the next, you know, you'd have made the next uh, phone that, that's the size of your thumb. Or maybe so you'd, you, you, you'd be 
put it into people's ears so they can just have watch, completely wireless cell phone and you got this shit implanted in your earlobe. You know, you do something crazy like that and cha- take over the world that way, you will fucking, it's such a long shot and such an intricate thing to put, like, what, what is it, nanoresistors in a vaccine to the world? What the fuck do you want to track a bunch of people in South America for? For what? You really only need to track across the world probably a couple thousand really important people that are doing shit. What do you want to track some guy that goes to and from work every day for? For what? So let me, follow, let me end this with this. What do you, why do you think the reason is? This is why these conspiracies are starting. Why do you think Bill Gates all of a sudden is all over TV and being interviewed on CNN and being interviewed on all these stations out of nowhere? He was never on TV. I never saw the guy on TV. Maybe for an interview here and there on a business network or something, he'll do a quick two-minute interview. But I never saw him on TV. Now he's on TV for like 30 minutes, an hour. Why is he all of a sudden so interested in this all of a sudden? It can't be that he actually, like, gives a shit about people. I mean, he's a multi-billionaire. Why would he give a fuck? Okay, so I'm, what you're saying is a little bit of that confirmation bias. You haven't seen Bill Gates around because you weren't, you weren't looking. I've ran into him because I do a, I do a ton of, of research on, on a bunch of different things, and I love – to watch interviews and, and keep up with, with billionaires, right? So Bill Gates has been out on a crusade for the last few years um, to try to rid the world of diarrhea. So that's what he's been up to. He's been interviewed by like Marcus Brownlee, who's a big uh, YouTuber, tech YouTuber. Uh, he's been on a, on a bunch of places trying to rid the world of diarrhea because he realized that a ton of babies die from uh, diarrhea. So he's trying to find a, a way for people to get rid of their of their bodily waste, filter the water somehow, and, and create some you know some kind of filtration systems. And he's been out there. He's been out there trying to change the world, trying to help uh, the world. And when 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 you get so, like some super billionaires, right? You'll get some guys that'll want to like be famous, like in Hollywood, and they'll go and do stuff with those kind of people. Maybe like Mark Cuban type of character, or, you know, he's at the, he's, he's got a sports team, blah, blah, blah. Then you'll get guys who want to like, you know, challenge themselves even more. Like, that's like your, your Jeff Bezos kind of guy. He, want, he wants to get to space and, and, you know, and, and Elon Musk style. Philanthropist. But yeah. Well, here's the thing about philanthropism. And this is like, this is like the Bill Gates style. He wants to shape the world. He wants to make it a better place. And that's a good thing. But sometimes they'll have weird-ass ideas. You know, sometimes they'll get into ideas of, like, population control and, and mass control of population and, and you know, and maybe, maybe in, you know, giving people uh, things, by, things that will make them less aggressive so that, you know, there'll be less wars. And all these things, sometimes they'll they'll pop into their head. There have been billionaires that have entertained these types of ideas. So I don't know where Bill Gates is on, on that spectrum, really, really, like who really knows. But the guy makes like more money per hour just from his stake in Microsoft than like most people make in a lifetime. He's not wanting for any more, for any more money, I'm pretty sure. It's, he's wanting to shape the world I'm not sure if it's a legacy like he wants to elevate the Bill Gates name. There might be other better ways, less uh, time and work-consuming ways of doing it, of, you know, of getting famous, like owning a, a sports team, than, than trying to get rid of diarrhea and trying to make uh, toilets that filter out the, the water out of the poop. So he's been doing that. So he's been out there um, about this vaccine stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, Bill Gates makes, makes a shit ton of money. I don't think he, he was in a whole plot to get rich all over again from the vaccine. You know, I don't, I don't see that. I think if he wanted more money, he'd probably be like still, still heading Microsoft and trying to grow that and make more money there. You've already got a business that's going and it's making brazilians. Fuck, are you going to take some of that money, take all this time for that big-ass conspiracy with some vaccine to, to get more money? When if he wanted more money, he could have just stayed at the helm at Microsoft, made the CEO pay, and and you know and do crazier shit there. You know, use use the 
use their vaccine technology, right? The, the little transistors or whatever the fuck they're, they're putting supposedly in the vaccine to track people. Use that for the next device, right? So yeah, that doesn't, I, don't, I don't buy any of that stuff. He's just, he just has a shit ton of money sitting at home. He's bored. He wants to, you know, save some, you know, save some, uh, some starving people from death. And um, it's what it sounds like to me, man. You know what I mean? You always got to look at motivations. Listen, even, even your local uh, a detective, as soon as somebody dies, what are they, who had the motivation to kill this person? Somebody, somebody, somebody's killed, right? Who had the motivation? So whenever you get into all this conspiracy theory stuff, you got to look for the motivation behind it. It's, it's, is Bill Gates trying to get any richer? Trying, trying to get any more money than he already makes? Um, probably not, or he would have never stepped down as, as the head guy at Microsoft. He'd still be trying to grow that beyond proportion. It sounds to me like he's trying to save people. I mean, that's motivation. I don't see any other motivation unless he's like going crazy and he's trying, he's getting into population control and, you know, all of this weird, you know, Rockefeller type of stuff. Don't know. Right. Uh, but I, that's just my whole spiel on it for anybody out there listening that's buying into this Bill Gates conspiracy stuff. Where's the motivation? What is he after? More money? Wouldn't have left Microsoft. Try, try, trying to hurt people? He wouldn't have spent the last few years trying to make toilets for people in, in Africa and, and in Guatemala and, you know, in all these third world countries, which is what he's been trying to do. Yeah, that's a good point for sure. I, um, I, I agree with that for sure. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll have to see what happened. Obviously, what's been happening in the financial markets the past few days has been benefiting the top 1% and has not benefited the rest of the 99.9%. .9%. So um, that's why these conspiracies come about. We're seeing, like, the Federal Reserve, they keep pumping in more money into, you know, junk bonds and, they basically own the, the bond market now. It's been completely nationalized. So the economy is being extracted while we're not looking. The economy is being extracted and we're, it's being extracted in very creative ways by, by a few. And we're going to be left uh, pretty, pretty shattered afterwards is what's kind of happening. And we all let it happen. We all let this panic uh, do it to us and happen. It's going to continue to happen. And that's just the world we live in. Yeah, it's it's really, really I don't think people realize how bad what the Federal Reserve did last week is to ninety-nine point nine percent of us out there. So we're basically um gonna get poor and the rich are going to not only benefit, even though they made some very risky and bad investments, they're gonna end up making a fortune off of this. And all of us are gonna be the ones holding the bag. So it's really, it really, really sucks. It really, really does suck. So that's why these conspiracies start. But yeah, Bill Gates is not the one to be, to be attacking here. He's not, um, he's not the one to be attacking at all. So just um, aim it, aim it at the right people. And uh, a lot of these people don't even know the names of the people they should be um, aiming it towards. So let me, let me tell, let me tell you, let me tell you something, man. Uh, You've told me I'm a free market guy before. He, here's, what I'm a, here's what I'm for. I'm for leaving all these guys, like giving them some leeway, leaving them the fuck alone. You know, Bezos, Gates, some of these guys that have actually made their millions, bringing value to the market. The guys that we all should keep our eye on are these politicians that make a shit ton of money and they've brought no value to the market, created nothing, made nothing, sold nothing. But after years in office, they're, they're fucking banking it, balling. How the fuck has that happened? That, that's, that, and that's what's crazy. People are sitting there going, oh, Bill Gates and this guy and that guy. But then they'll defend their, their politicians that are filthy fucking rich and brought no value to the market that you can actually count. They're supposed to only like have their, their wages, right? Where the fuck is all this money come from? How do these people campaigning, running for office, you know, executing at their office and also having pri private enterprises and businesses and investments too on the side, you know? And so, so when people get like up our arms 
about billionaire. Oh, some people were saying Bezos should give away more money. Listen, man, if these guys make billions, bringing products to market, adding value to the economy, really changing the way that we live. I mean, fuck, they deserve it. We need to keep an eye on the motherfuckers that were elected to office to, to help manage everything. And after, you know, a few years up there, they're balling ass, just, just banking it. Keep an eye. That's, that's the ones to keep an eye on. Those are the people that ask for charity and where the fuck is the money? Not, not, you know, not, not these other dudes. That's just my opinion. Well, my concern is $4 trillion are being injected into the market. That's the get $4 trillion, okay, to bail these people out who made bad investments and bail out all these companies that don't know how to run their business, that ran up debt, that, you know, instead of using their corporate tax cuts to pay workers more and to pay off their debt, they just use it to buy back their stock and inflate stock prices. So stock prices came down now after the bubble burst. So now we're giving them $4 trillion, okay, to bail them out. But you can only give people $1,200 check, one $1,200 check. I mean, what's $4 trillion divided by how many adults are there in the United States, right? Like $200 million, $250 million maybe at the most? Do the math on that. You could have gave everybody... Five ten thousand dollars over the course of the next six months, and it would have been less money than just dumping four trillion plus more because they've already said they're going to do more. And I don't understand it. Like I don't understand it. I don't know. They could have paid off student loans. They could have given everyone health insurance. They could have give every homeless person food. I mean, imagine what they could have done. But no, they 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 go and bail out these companies that use their. Uh, tax cuts to buy back their own stock at inflated prices and the CEOs make millions in the process. I mean, it's that this is disturbing what's happening, bro. This is very disturbing. It's going to get worse. Sadly, it's going to get worse. It's you got to, you know, economy is real personal because it doesn't matter if the economy is bad. There's some people going to be making money. It doesn't matter if the economy is good. It's going to be some people that can't make, cannot make ends meet. Economy is real personal. You know, I'm aware of most of the issues going on. I just don't dwell on them. All right, guys. Look, we're way over time. Uh, so we're going, to talk, we're going to finish this up and talk to you guys next week. For Steve Smee and Rick, this is another episode of Evolutionary Radio. Take care, guys. And um, hopefully this, uh, you enjoy this podcast. Talk to you guys next week. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Okay. It's this is recording, but it doesn't tell me where. Yeah, as long as it works. It's right, recording. I hope they um well last <coughs> I was able to recover three oh six.